Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please, Mom, please. Mom. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, Mom. I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yes have some cast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. All right, welcome to episode 11 of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, my name is Craig Goldberg. I am here with Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? And uh, Jacob Walsh. Hello. And I love the way you say hello. <laughs> I try to make sure I say it weird and different every week. You sound British. So... I am. This yeah. week I am. Well, how is it over there? I don't fucking know. All right. I don't go outside. You just you get out of the airplane, stay in the airport. I hear it's I hear it's terrible. <laughs> Guys, you got guess the right what? Idea, Jake. You got the right idea, and uh, I have a very special announcement. We have special guests with us at the Yes Hapson podcast this week. What special guests? Who wants to take a guess? Double prizes. Nobody told me we were having guests. Yes, actually, we have to cut you off, Jake. We only have enough. Uh... See, bye, Jake. Bye, Jake. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, bye. No, we, we are here with uh, Chase Ambrose. Howdy. Ooh. And yes. I had I had to one up Jake with a little, little mini pearl. Go that a little was bit good. higher. That was good. That was great. I like the energy you brought. Thank you. Thank you for that energy. <laughs> and we also have Katie Ambrose. Hey, I can't top that howdy. No. Well, you could try. You could but try. Don't. Yeah, try it. No. No. It's not, not going to work. <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. And thanks for having. And they us. don't care. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> so, well, wait, oh, I thought you meant the audience. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not used to these newfangled podcasty things. No. I don't even thing. know why anybody's listening to this are. and not going outside and playing. Or... I gave Chase the directions, and he goes, "Wait, this is to your house." I was like, "Yeah, that's where this happens. Uh-huh. There's no studio. There's no. Uh, there's no fancy radio, ma'am." Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sigh. Sigh. Hashtag. <sighs> So, guys, we're going to talk about Ghostbusters. Boo. What is, what is that? Yeah. Ghostbusters, it's a series of fan films. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, we're going to talk. We're gonna, we, people seem to like when we talk about Ghostbusters. We're going to be talking about some Ghostbusters stuff this week. Specifically, it's never too early to start talking about Dragon Con and PKE Surge. <laughs> That's what we're talking about is Dragon Con. Oh. It's, uh, <laughs> Was that a condescending <laughs> remark, Abigail? <laughs> That's what I thought we were Dragon talking about. Dragon Con is... Uh... It's coming up and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be professional. Get that it? was professional. I like that was it. professional. Cool. But I'll tell you guys what. One thing we like to do here at the Yes Have Some podcast is let everybody know what's been stressing us out. So get ready for the What's Stressing Us Out segment of the Round show. Roundtable. Roundtable portion of the show. It's going to be the entire show. It's going to yeah. be. This it might the last therapy. the entire episode. Therapy session. This yes. is the therapy we talk about Group in the therapy. intro. Uh, and it doesn't even cost any money. Yeah. It's totally free. We have no co payment. 
<laughs> Y'all just show up, tune in. Jake, get stressed. Out. I have a question for you. What's up? What's stressing you out? Oh man, um, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but today the trailer for the new um, Japanese Godzilla film was released. Oh, you know, I saw that drop and I watched it and I was like, Jake's going to talk about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen. Listen here, guys. I, I'm ready, man. It, it looks really good to me. It's uh, it's the first Japanese Godzilla film in 12 years, which is kind of crazy. It's It will be the, if you count the two American films, it will be the 31st Godzilla movie. And um, nobody counts the first American Godzilla. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. And I mean, actually, like if you <laughs> if you look at any of the promotion stuff it, for this movie, they'll say like the 29th Godzilla <laughs> film. Like they don't count either of them. Uh, I don't. I just don't think there's any way that they're going to be able to capture the heart and the promise that the Matthew Broderick film had. Oh. It's easily the best in the series, and I think everybody <laughs> knows that. It was um, a real coming of age tale. Yeah, the sad thing is that there are people who believe that, and uh, Get it? We'll, we won't go any further than that. Uh, Nobody but yeah, it's, that last it's, one it's, looked fat. <laughs> get it? I get, get it. it. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what's stressing me out, man. There's a new Godzilla film. Uh, for people who don't know, I am a huge Godzilla fan, uh, and like I said, this is the first in 12 years it's a long time and uh they're doing something like completely different he looks insane like if anybody's seen it he looks really different he's really scary looking um which i like and uh i'm just so like i'm really stressed out to see this movie like i need to see it right now it's been 12 years since a real japanese godzilla film and uh and like listen i I started taking notes about this today, guys, and by the time I stopped myself, I realized that I had like a 15-page dissertation on <laughs> the history and impact of Godzilla in the American and Japanese cultures. So, like, if you don't stop me, this is going to be the whole episode. Like, we'll just talk about Godzilla for three days well, because I'll do it. Let me ask you a couple questions. So, when does this come out? Um, uh, it comes out July 29th in Japan. I don't know if it's going to be released at the same time here. It probably won't be. I don't know. When you say here, do you mean England? <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in the States. Okay. I don't know. I don't know when we're getting it. I know it comes out July 29th over there. I imagine, um, probably by Dragon Con, we'll be able to get a copy of it. <laughs> at Dragon Con. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I know which booth. We'll get a bootleg. Uh, but there's no telling when it will be uh, officially released over here. And I wonder if we might get um, if we might get a in the theaters uh, when when the Matthew Broderick film came out. The only good to come out of that is the Japanese Godzilla film that was currently coming out got uh, a release here in the states because of that movie. So. Maybe we'll get it in the theater. I kind of doubt it, but hey, any movie with Hank Azaria in it—that's that's something else good to come out of that. Didn't movie. that movie have like six cast members from The Simpsons in it? It had. I remember it had like I've only seen the movie. <laughs> it, had a, it had a couple. I've seen it a couple times, but not in a long time. Isn't there like a fake Siskel and Ebert in that movie? There's also Duff Beer in the background in one is, scene. 
Is there really dub No, I'm, no, I'm uh, I, yes, Let's stop know, the podcast and go watch it. Right now. <laughs> I've never seen it. Yeah, I Guys, haven't either. I have like four copies of it on DVD because when they started re-releasing... <laughs> they gave it away. They did. When they started re-releasing all the Japanese Godzilla films, they would like package it with them. <laughs> so I have, like, I have like unopened copies of it just sitting Snuck on a it shelf. In there. Yeah, those should uh, go in the I, landfill with all the ET games for a time. Well, I'll be unearthed in ten years for a documentary. <laughs> well, I use them as coasters. Oh, oh. oh that's not um, well. I, well, I was going to suggest is they're about the same shape as a uh, uh, clay pigeon, and so you can bring them over to the house and throw them in the air. And we'll see <laughs> for sure. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, we don't support gun rights. <laughs> <laughs> or knives in movie theaters. Well, I gotta go. Ah, <laughs> well, cool, Jake. Thank you for sharing your stress. I know that was tough for you. It was. It was hard. It's cool. hard to get through. Thank well, you. Well, do we want to go to one of our guests, Chase? Do you have something that is stressing you out this week? I'm too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> I was bathed clean by the Lamb and the, our Lord, and. Oh. It's just relieved all my pressure. You know, we just had Easter. Uh, he rose from this pumpkin patch and put eggs between my toes, like he does for all the believers. And it was just—it was just a great time. It's a great time to be alive. I'm really blessed to be here with you guys. And I love everybody. Wow. Chase Ambrose, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Amen, sister. Jeez. I want to shake your hand, or you can shake something. So we mark the Yes Have Some podcast as explicit every week on <laughs> iTunes. Yes. Sorry if I just alienated half of your audience. With, uh, For those no. of you who are still here, no. <laughs> no. Our, the Yes Have Some audience knows that things get a little hectic around here. It's a little chaotic. A little wild. Very chaotic. It's very chaotic. Uh, no, well, thank you for that. That okay. means a lot. That's Good. the first time anybody's ever done whatever that was. We, we <laughs> so it. It was a yeah, Yes Have Some history. history. It was like I was with... Uh, I don't know. Abby's family. <laughs> <laughs> it did felt like a Garner family dinner. <sighs> Abigail, let me ask you a question. Are you stressed? Yeah, I am. I'm tremendously stressed. Um, well, we all know that I turned and really uh, have enjoyed Deadpool. Uh, <laughs> the third week in a row. <laughs> Are we still talking about still Deadpool? Talking about Maybe my fault because no, I came Deadpool in with all these Deadpool stories to... today. I know that's just the beginning of the story. This is the background. Okay, so obviously I've been listening to the soundtrack to Deadpool, and I listened to it on YouTube, which is, I guess, is kind of trashy. Um, I don't know, but anyway, so when I was uh, listening to the soundtrack recently, um, the Suicide Squad trailer popped up several times, and I would go towards the playstation remote to like change the track but then like get caught up in the trailer and end up watching the entire thing and realize how much i fucking love this trailer and how excited i am about this movie um which stresses me out because when i saw the jared leto um joker images i was like so anti like i could not have been more turned off by like the aesthetic and uh by his grill and the tattoos etc <laughs> but watching this trailer i don't know it's probably the like ironically used like poppy positive music like juxtaposed against like the like violence and like tension and like dark shit that's going on which i'm kind of a sucker for obviously i like guardians of the galaxy that movie does that a lot um but watching this trailer i think i'm like 
I'm geared up for it, and, like, watching uh, Margot Robbie, I'm, I am I feel like I might like Harley Quinn, and, like, I've never <laughs> been a big fan of hers, and I'm, like, I'm concerned, that's what I'm stressed about, I'm stressed that I'm gonna come out of there like I have become a fan of Deadpool, I'm just gonna suddenly, like, like everybody that I used to hate, because, like, I haven't read Harley Quinn's, um, like, comics, I have, I watched the Batman the Animated Series uh, episode recently where she premiered, and, like, I kind of can get behind her a little bit, but, like, in theory, I feel like she's just kind of, like, stuck in a bad, unhealthy relationship. And, like, I don't like that she's kind of a puppet or, like, marionetted by, like, you know, uh, the Joker. And I kind of, like, just haven't liked a lot of her iterations. I think that there's a lot of... that A lot of her that's not necessarily healthy or pro-femme um, and that I'm not really into, but... I feel like I'm gonna fucking like this Harley Quinn in, in Suicide Squad for some reason. I feel like I might be able to get behind it, and, like, that's kind of stressing me out. And <laughs> the fact that I can't, like, I don't turn the trailer off, like, I'm like, I'm just gonna sit through this whole thing, like, oh, I'm gonna hate it, but I'm, like, secretly kind of liking it, so, yeah. Does this end with you getting a Harley Quinn tattoo on your leg? Yeah, <laughs> not on my leg. Somewhere else. Whoa. <laughs> what is that even? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. I know, guys. Yeah. I think I need to. Deadpool, Harley Quinn, Jared Leto. <laughs> what are you, a 16-year-old Gu- boy? Guys, last week, I Abby said be, she was going to be talk the about... conga line. Yeah, that's I'm true. Like, I am. I'm leading the conga line, and I'm going to have the bat and like the choker and all that shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'm leading the Congo line with Ernie Hudson. Oh, God. <laughs> the first ever Ernie Hudson Congo line. Stop eating my sesame cakes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Um, I bet if we gave him a steady paycheck, he would do it. Ernie Hudson's not going to be a drag. Or guy. hey, or if we start just like, rumor. or if we just like put him on the DVD cover. <laughs> yeah, we need to start putting Ernie Hudson on the cover. Just of... his, his headless body. <laughs> <laughs> Driving the car. We're, we'll put him on our. We'll put him on the logo. We'll put him somewhere. We'll put him. We'll put him in his place. How did this? Let's get him on the podcast. We miss him. Come on, Ernie. Cool. Well, thank you, Abigail. Yeah, absolutely. Is it Abby or Abigail? We we I start swear. we start with Abigail for the first twenty or thirty minutes of the podcast, and then we turn to Abby later on. What do you prefer? I mean, my you could Abby. I'm probably, gonna call you Harley. This, are we gonna have this conversation? Yeah. Let's do this right now. Katie. <laughs> hey. I'm not. I'm not really stressing over anything. Like I was kind of stressing over this. You know, I made notes today. I was really excited. Kind of stress. I'm stressed by your notes, right? I mean, it's on a clipboard. <laughs> I love your clipboard. And it has dachshunds on it. Ooh, so. I had to, I had to hide. You got dachshunds here. I had to yeah, hide dachshund. my notes because, it, not that anybody can read my handwriting, mm-hmm. but the very first thing I wrote was too blessed to be stressed. He was really because I was concerned like, I have to go forget. off on a too blessed to be stressed tangent. We've been planning that <laughs> We're all getting too blessed while. to be stressed t-shirts. But, um, I mean, yeah, it gave me something else to think about because for weeks I've just been really concerned about Daryl Dixon and if he's uh, what's happening I mean he got shot who got Lucille I don't know I'm really concerned I'm wrapped up in a really terrible fandom <laughs> that I don't know I that I have shame. anything in common with these people other than I watch the same show and I read the comic and some of them I'm not sure if they read the comic but I'm not sure if they read they might <laughs> yeah. not they don't I, I don't just know. to clarify I mean I think everyone knows but we're talking about the walking dead right, base, right? so it's yes. just kind of they might uh, not read. 
They might not, but <laughs> I get really, really wrapped up into it, and I've not stopped. I've been watching videos where you can, like, follow the bouncing bat and see where maybe Negan hit somebody with it. I don't know. There's, It's almost like Grassy Knoll type. This is the big finale breakdowns. that we're talking about that yeah. I'm the trying to figure finale. out. I already told you who dies and in which act, but, you know. <laughs> uh, Chase has Katie, a way did you, of Katie, did you watch the video where... Um, they have like the audio they from the isolated very end, the sound. And they isolate it and you can like kind of hear what people are actually saying. Did you listen to that one? Yeah, I did. And the thing is too, I mean, they said on Talking Dead and you know, they follow that up after the show. It kinda is like being stressed. You get to talk about what's what you're feeling after mm-hmm. you see it. And um they shot that like several times with different outcomes and they're saying the actors don't even know. So the fact that they're isolating um. sound <sighs> I don't, I don't know if that's legit. I don't know if what I'm hearing's real, and so <laughs> I have to just walk away from the computer at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the season premiere next next year, you're just gonna find out that the first uh, six seasons of The Walking Dead were just Chris Hardwick's dreams. They were all a and dream. They're just gonna restart, with, or it's uh, gonna be like Saint Elsewhere, where it was all like a snow globe or, or something Rick, like that. Rick's it was something really weird the whole time. Yeah. He's yeah. A, so I've actually had this conversation about Walking Dead, um, not to steal your stress thunder. I feel like this is the new All My Children. Like, there's no reason why The Walking Dead won't be on for the next 40 or 50 years. I want yeah. it to be on my whole life. <laughs> well, that's not going to lie. Well, when, when, the, uh, when the guy started writing the comic book, that was his whole goal. He, 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 Susan he, Lucci. Yeah, exactly. If you Robert read, if you read any of, you know, <laughs> if you read his stuff, he, he, he says that... He, what he doesn't like about zombie movies is there's always like an ending. There's the happy ending, and he wanted to write something that was more of a realistic version of like how it would be for it to never end. So that's kind of what they're trying to do. I'm been off into it. eternity. I haven't caught up on Walking Dead. I'm several years behind. But Negan, that's his name. Yeah. yeah. How, how the it's the guy from Watchmen, right? Yes. How did yeah. he do? He did excellent. I mean, it's a, it's sort of a similar character. Um, kind of in that they're both charismatic and kind of but brutal. But brutal. He plays do, a comedian, do bad right? things. Yeah, mm-hmm. they both do bad things, but are kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and so it, it was great casting for it. Um, and yeah, he did a good job. I mean, he's not it, the scene that he's in in the, in the end isn't very long, but he it, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and I guess you, there's a lot of controversy over you know if they should have shown something or not, and some fans are upset that they left it on a cliffhanger. To me, that's just classic Show TV. Yeah, who shot Jr. Right? Yeah. It, it's kept well, me interested. Uh, I wouldn't have stopped anyway, but it's definitely kept me engaged. And that's what you want as a fan, right? Yeah, and have they an ongoing been... conversation. Nobody gets it. I'm a diehard fan of Lost. That show would be off the air for like a year and a half. If we knew where the island, right? Yeah. The so, thing uh, is, though, like, I, I want to kind of be the opposite in this conversation. Oh, uh, it's on, Jay. I, I kind of think they should have shown. And, and not just because, like, oh, I want to know who it is. Like, I kind of don't care who it is. Like, but the whole season has kind of been a tease to that. Like, it's almost as if the whole season was a cliffhanger to that scene. We all knew that that was going to happen. It, it wasn't. It's not a surprise that somebody was going to get killed with a baseball bat. Yeah, because if, if, if we know the comic, if we didn't, you know. if we didn't know that that was going to happen, then it would be different. It would work better as a cliffhanger. But literally, the entire season has been leading up to somebody getting bashed in the head with a baseball bat. So I feel like 
the entire season has been a cliffhanger and that should have been, they should have showed it to us. We should have been able to see it. And the thing, this could, this might just play to how horrible of a person I might be, but like, I kind of feel like switching to that. Um, and, and they, they could definitely just show this in, in, in season seven, but I was kind of like, I just wanted to see somebody get hit with a bat. <laughs> like I go don't, back and watch old episodes of Monday Nitro. <laughs> Sting would come out every week Dude. and hit somebody with a bat. Oh, for real. Um, NWO. Uh, yeah, but no, like that. That's what I think. I, I kind of think they should have showed it. I was, I was hoping they would, but I, I had a feeling they weren't going to. So, well, it wouldn't eh. have finished as strong, I don't think, because I mean, you know, conversely, if if they had beaten the crap out of whoever it was, um, and then just ended it there like oh shit they're dead now what's gonna happen isn't as compelling for people as who the fuck died and i just remember when it, the <laughs> the episode where beth got shot in the head now beth was one of my favorite characters but when beth died and i'm sorry i ruined it for you craig beth's gonna die but uh, I, was I, on in my cosplay. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I swear, like I lost it, and I've never had that reaction before to a TV show. But like I was dry heave crying mm. on the couch. Chase came home from work, and he was like, "What happened?" I was like, "You can't come in here. Talking Dead's on. It's gonna spoil what happened." I have just lost my mind over a TV show. So like I knew like this finale. Like if they did show something, which I had a feeling they wouldn't. That if they did, I was going to absolutely lose it. It doesn't really <laughs> matter to me who it is, unless it's Eugene, because I hate him. Mm-hmm. But, Gotta like, it's, fuck Eugene. I mean, I have I theories of who it came down to. I support you, Katie. Um, <laughs> and, I mean, I want him to who go. You, who do you think it is? Who okay, do you think it I have be? a top three. Go, do it. I don't want yeah. to take over, but it's been stressing me out. No, this is going to be the the this the, is the Ambrose. What? Yes, have some trilogy, <laughs> right? Do it. So, <laughs> top three. Uh, stick with the comic, Glenn. They gave us a lot of signals this season that it might be Glenn. He finally had to kill a person. He may have a baby on the way. We don't know. There's just a lot of things going on. <laughs> Not him his giving mom? birth, but you know, his wife maybe He's having a baby. Dumpster, so, yeah, they already prepared us with that fake death yeah. where he was under a dumpster and he survived and he made it through. Second choice, because everybody wants to call him out, is Daryl. Um, you know, they want to bring up stupid crap about how Redis is so busy. He's going to have another show on AMC. They can totally schedule around that so I don't buy it. Plus, they can't kill him off because I just love him too much. But then my third choice is Michonne, and that's just because, like, her career really is taking off. Like, she's a playwright. She's got all these amazing plays on Broadway and um, in New York, and people are seeing and talking about. You can't turn PBS on without seeing her, like, doing an interview about them. So whatever. Those are my top three. I think... I think it's either going to be Glenn or Michonne, and I think part of the reason I think it might be Michonne is because she's with Rick now, and I don't Rick. feel like I don't feel like there's any way that they're going to. Like, I would like, never date Rick. They're not, <laughs> gonna, they're not going to like have that character yeah. be happy. For Rick very can't long. have anything good. Yeah, can't. I know a guy who saw the, uh, Andrew Link and the actor at Chipotle, and as soon as he got he got his burrito and he just dropped it. He just said right back. <laughs> that may or may um, not be a true story. Also, also you. Craig, at the at the whenever you're editing this episode, when yeah. you get to the point. Where Katie talks about, uh, you know, the death of, um, uh, you know, what's her name? Uh, Beth. Beth. Uh, the death of Beth. I should have remembered it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to need you to stop the episode. Okay. 
and play Hold On by Tom Waits in full. <laughs> oh, Tom Waits. Oh, in full. Song? And okay. then uh, and Continue then let the episode on. keep going. No, I agree. I'm gonna I play agree. a different song. No, it's gotta be that one. It's gotta be that one. It's gotta be that one. I'm gonna play but a Blink one eighty two song. I feel so much better getting that out. Well that was good. good I, I don't point. think it's gonna be Daryl just because like even though I'm not Ladies love the D. <laughs> I love the D. We all love the D. Um Everybody loves the D. When it's they kill true. off Daryl, that is going to be like a national tragedy. That's gonna be on the cover like they're, they're, that's gonna be its own that might be a show, like Killing Daryl. It's gonna be like a new spinoff of the of The Walking Dead. I don't think they're gonna kill Daryl. He's he's got that. Well, and he's vest. already. Redis has come out and said like, you know, we said this show could go on forever, and he has interviewed and said like, if they want me playing Daryl Dixon and I'm like 80, I will do it. He loves this role. He's all in it. It's kept him in acting, and he's not gonna want to go anywhere. So that yeah. makes what my else whole is life he great. Do? There's like another Boondocks Saints 3? No. And just one more thing on it. Um, this this they won't do, and we know they won't do, because he mentions that the that uh, Rick is still alive. But um, what I wish they would have done would have been had it kill kill Rick off, because the guy that writes the comic said that when they when he came to this issue, he almost had it where Rick got killed, and then the rest of this the whole story arc becomes um, Carl being raised by Negan and the conflict of him having to live with the, in a group with the guy that killed his father. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That's well, pretty cool. But it's not going to happen because they, they said to... to feed the kid's eye to his dad if, if anybody screams. Uh... Yeah. Well, we will be waiting until... <laughs> <laughs> When's it come back? When's September? Uh, October. October, yeah. So in October, we'll find out that Michonne's dead, <laughs> probably, or Glenn, or maybe could it be? Is there other people? It could it be. There's anybody, a bunch right? of people yeah, there, yeah, and really that was my big thing too. Like, it's gonna be a new guy. Oh, it's just that guy, Ron. He's Ron. been here for like. Two- it's Ron Daniels. The comic, <laughs> it like came down to four people. The show, like everybody's out there. Everybody's out there. Like nobody's left in Alexandria. They're all lined up in front of that stupid bat. It's everybody but Carol. Right? Everybody but Carol, right? Carol. Yeah. There's Carol. no goddamn legal system anymore. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Ron. That, that was, was great. That was good. good. Hey, so, what's this episode of Yes Have Some is brought, brought to you by Daniel's Law, LLC. <laughs> it's not, but free plug. Does he owe us money now? Ron, I think, owes us all money. Yeah, he, he, owes, money? Cool. he owes us something. Well, speaking of Ron, Ron Daniels, we've been talking about him. He's a, a proud member, one of the, one of the older members. Not by age, but by affiliation with the uh, Georgia Ghostbusters, which is one of the, uh, I don't want to use a different word besides older, but the Georgia Ghostbusters has been around for a while as far as the franchises go of, the, of our fan community. It's it's a hot minute, as the kids say. The that kids, it's been there's, kids, kids are saying that. Kids are saying that. Write that down, Jake. Oh, I, dude, right now. You, I don't know if you can hear my pen, but I'm actually... <laughs> that's going to be the new slogan on the website or on the Facebook. Georgia Ghostbusters, we've been around a hot minute. A hot minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we wanted to talk about... Um, oh, I didn't do my what's stressing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's stressing stress. you out? Get it off your chest. The length of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. the length, the amount of editing I've got to do to make this, this, work. this work. Make it work. Now, what is stressing me out? Um, here's a couple things. Here's what's stressing me out. Right before the podcast went on the air... It was revealed uh, at Ghost Court uh, on the Ghostbusters Snapchat that they have all of the brand new Ghostbusters toys 
uh, on display in package. And it's really stressing me out because before that picture was released today, I tweeted Mattel, the company making these toys, and I asked them really politely. I was like, hey, when are the new Ghostbusters toys coming out? I can't wait to get my hands on them. And they responded, sorry, we don't have a release date. So I was like, man, what's going on? And then an hour later, they look like they're coming out tomorrow. But what's going on? It's like Sony's stressing me out. Mattel is stressing me out. And uh, so, yeah, everybody go go online. I'm sure with a little bit of poking around, you'll find uh, all this new merchandise. We're getting the, the new Busters. Looks like they're re-releasing the old Ghostbusters mm-hmm. from the original Mattel line. Um, there's a Proton Pack. There's an Ecto-1. Several Slimers. A couple Slimers. There's a Trap a role-playing toy that looks mm-hmm. really cool. And, uh, yeah, the pack, we've, you know, we talked about it a little bit, and then in a couple weeks or months or whenever the stuff starts hitting the shelves, we'll, uh, we'll do in-depth reviews. We'll talk about how many points of articulation, uh, <laughs> the Kate McKinnon figure has versus, uh, the, uh, Leslie Jones figure, and, no, it's Mattel, they're definitely made from the same, yeah, the same, same, yeah, it's, it's the, the same, same stuff. Same it's, it's the same exact thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> but, so yeah, that's stressing me out, because I'm really excited about this toy line, and it's just such a tease knowing that about 3,500 miles uh, to the left of us, uh, they're all on display. And, uh... Yeah. Maybe it's like 3,000 miles. It's pretty far. And I don't know if it's to the left of us, but to the left of Georgia. <laughs> to the west. The west. Yeah. That's the yeah. other word. Your military left. My military. The <laughs> other left. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stressed out because I want to buy all those toys. I want to play with them. I'm a little stressed out because I was expecting the Ecto-1 to look a little bit better than it does. <laughs> it got looks, Yeah, it kind of looks like... Um, like a smart car. Like all the other Ecto toys for that Ecto look really good. Yeah. Like the Lego looks great. Yeah. Um, the Hot Wheels looks good. The Hot Wheels oh, looks yeah. good. The Pop figure looks good. It looks, this one looks worse than the Pop figure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know what? If you look at Mattel's, like if you looked at their new uh, Batman toys, the Batmobile, like the figures look really good. The Batmobile doesn't look that good. Maybe uh, kids don't value a good toy vehicle anymore and they don't put mm-hmm. as much work into it. I don't know if that staff holds Really rolls. <laughs> look, Mom. Uh, look at that rolling Ecto action. So, yeah, I'm stressed. I want this stuff. I'm excited, guys. Are you excited? Yeah, I just want to know when it's coming out so that we well, can... Don't ask the company oh, yeah. it. <laughs> they don't know. They won't give you anything. It, I swear to God, if Mattel puts out a press release tomorrow with the release <laughs> dates, I'm going to tweet them again and be like, hey... What gives, Mattel? Sad picture of yourself. Yeah, sad I'm going to take a sad selfie of myself. <laughs> you got to do it. I'm going to take a selfie of myself crying <laughs> and just be like, Mattel doesn't understand. Uh. Yeah, so that's what's stressing me out. I'm ready for those toys. I'm ready to buy them, ready to put them on my shelf. Well, well no, I'm going to buy two of each. One to open. No, three of each. Mm-hmm. Maybe four. One just in case. Yeah, one to open. One to put on the shelf. One just in case, and then another... Another like a backup of the to, just to take out with you. And what's funny <laughs> about office. that is that normally, if I were listening to the podcast, I would think that you're just referencing the SNL sketch. <laughs> but actually, being in your house and seeing everything, I'm like, oh no, he's gonna buy four of them. That's just how he rolls. <laughs> that's that. That's how we've been rolling. What was the quote for the Georgia Ghostbusters? It's been a hot minute. Yeah, it's been, been hot. <laughs> so it's been a hot minute since I've been rolling that way with my toys. Uh, but cool. So yeah, moving on. Um, Georgia Ghostbusters. So, uh, most of the people listening know that there's franchises uh, all over the world. Uh, Chase, you're the founding member of the Georgia Ghostbusters. Why don't you fill us in a little bit of the 
the backstory about this whole thing and how it got started. Well, it all started in 1985 when little seven-year-old Chase went to uh, the movie theater and saw Ghostbusters. And like from that point on, that was like all I played. And I built my first proton pack out of a backpack, a distributor cap, a spark plug wire, and a rooftop antenna. And, uh, and like, ran around playing all that. So they're, like, flash forward. And, oh, this is also funny. There are pictures of me in, like, school photos and stuff. Like, way too old to be doing this. Like, middle school and stuff with yeah. a big-ass Ghostbusters button, like, on my shirt. <laughs> um, so, like, flash forward. I hope you saved that button. I do still have it Good. actually and it, and it says uh i have two one says here to save the world one says back off man i'm a scientist oh man no, um, but i but one of them's like really rusty because yeah. fucking 1984 anyway uh a lot happened <laughs> a lot happened but see some things <laughs> <of> man. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so flash forward to like 1998 um, I go to Dragon Con for the very first time, and there's a guy there with a, just a garbage proton pack. But I'd never seen a proton pack that somebody had built before, so I thought it was amazing. And so uh, from there, I'm like, I henceforth found the Georgia Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, the flag and, with you? Yeah, I did. I, but I stunned it in the ground. And uh, no, but uh, so I immediately started researching stuff, and I found uh, Ghostbusters International. Um, and first I found the GB Prop Archive, which is what turned into GB Fans. Oh. And, uh, I don't think I ever actually signed up on it, but I was, I was a lurker. Um, and one of the first people I met there, well, I didn't really meet him, but one of the first people I found out that lived around me that was into Ghostbusters, and I don't think he knows this story, is little Ronnie Daniels. <laughs> and I saw his screen name, and I never approached him. Because his screen name was something like Christian Ghostbuster. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, huh, well. He's too blessed to be maybe, stressed. Maybe, he's probably, he's probably less stressed than I am because I'm not very blessed. So I'm just going to leave that cat alone and do my own thing. And uh, so it was kind of, I was kind of inactive. Like I tried building a couple of junk packs and they were, they were pretty terrible. Um, and so flash forward again to like around 2002 or so. And I was finally like, you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to get it done. I got Mitchell in with me and, uh, we, uh, I got a flight suit, terrible Rothko flight suit, dollar sign patches. Um, and, uh, one of the old school packs, uh, for, I'll, I'll try to keep this short. I know we're, no, we no, 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 you go. take the floor. But, but, uh. Awesome. Back in the day, like when I first started, there were no fiberglass shells. That shit didn't exist. Um, all the packs, if you had a pack, it was made out of wood. Uh, typically, the cyclotron would be a cake pan with uh, washers around it. Yeah. Um, there would be film canisters on it. We used to use whiteout uh, containers for the clippered valves. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was just, it was very, you know, very, very primitive um, before. You know, there, there's sort of been a boom, and that's one thing that's kind of cool. I know people are on both sides of the reboot or whatever, but we're getting more stuff, not just from the companies, but a lot of prop builders are making more stuff, uh, even even if it's rooted in a dark place, even if it's like, 
fuck this reboot. I'm going to make another goddamn original thrower just so there'll be you know more out there. But hey, that which helps is everybody. Such, which is such a I'm going to go be thought. inspired to make something by this movie, <laughs> right? By I'm my so uh, mad. <laughs> I will keep the dream of the original <laughs> Ghostbusters alive. You need to create, right? So, uh, anyway, that's that's basically the roots of how it got started. Me and Mitchell started, then eventually I did meet Ron. Didn't realize he was the same guy for like a couple of years. You didn't make fun of the Christian Ghostbusters. Ron, <laughs> I didn't. Did I didn't. I didn't. Um, and I didn't realize it was the same guy for a couple of years. And I found it found out on accident through doing one of my random Google searches I like to do, and uh, found an archived site from. Uh, I think it was from the old GB Prop Archive site, and yeah, and there, and there he was, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's Ron Daniels." <laughs> so yeah, I don't think he knows that story. So if he, so that's how we'll know if he listens to the podcast. Yeah. Is if he uh, unfriends you, if I get yeah, if I if I get defriended or sued, then I know. That, I heard what you said about that goddamn podcast. Um, so yeah, and I in in. Our notes for the show, I think one of the topics segueing from that was the first event. And the uh, first event, I actually don't remember. Okay. Yeah. But because of time? or uh, Mainly because of time and because we've done so much shit since then. I think it was something in downtown Macon, but I'm not positive. Probably like a car show or, or something. Or a car show or something like that. Right. Yeah, I don't know. But I can tell you the first event that got me extra members. Because up until that point, it was just, I'm the Georgia Ghostbusters. <laughs> Um, or actually, I think it was Central Georgia Ghostbusters was how we started out. I'm the Central Georgia Ghostbusters. I'm the Central Georgia Ghostbusters. Well, there are groups like that. We yeah. all know of groups where there's like one guy. And it like was you guy. and Mitchell and then sometimes John Curry. Well, this was before Mitchell, though. Oh, okay. Um, this is the day that Mitchell, it was the first day I had the, my full proton pack and my full suit. And I'm like, hey, I got to wear this somewhere. And Mitchell's like, well, where are you going to wear it? I was like, let's go to Walmart. <laughs> so I go to Walmart in full gear. Uh, it's my first time ever out in public with the gear on, and we're walking around, and people are looking at me like like one lady asked, came up, was like, uh, "Excuse me, sir, is that a bomb?" I was like, uh, it's "No, bomb. no." And so Mitchell starts to get freaked out. People are like staring at us and stuff, and so I'm like, "All right, well, fuck, fuck it, let's go." And so I go to leave, and I'm like, "You know what? No, I'm gonna at least buy something dressed as a Ghostbuster." So I buy like a piece of beef jerky, and I'm in, I, I'm in line behind a cop. And the cop looks at me and looks me up and down and goes, I just want to thank you for keeping us all safe out there. Oh, man. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's was the worth moment. It. Mitchell has said that that's the moment that sold him and made him decide that he wanted to do it. That's awesome, that's man. That's very cool. That's a cool story. Yeah. Cool. So, George Ghost, so that's, you know, early 2000s. Got founding members of the George and, Ghostbusters. And we do, we do, as far as, like, what we do, most of the groups and stuff do, like, charity events and stuff. We have, like, one or two that we do a year. We don't really... That's not really our main driving focus, but like every Christmas Eve, we go and deliver toys with local charity, uh, Kids Who Love, which is like Toys for Tots, but they mainly they just operate in our region. Um, and uh, you know, we do we do car shows and cons and the typical stuff like that. But then we'll also suit up and go to midget wrestling, or suit up and go you know get hammered, get in a bar fight, you know, whatever. <laughs> we're like we're we're like the outlaw country. Of Outlaw we Country do what we want. Yeah. We're the Waylon we Jennings. We like. yeah. We're the Waylon Jennings of Ghostbusters franchise. Chase, I, I think they prefer to be called Little People. <laughs> I've never called Waylon Jennings a Little yeah, People. Yeah, Waylon <laughs> Jennings would blow you up with a stick of dynamite if he heard you call him a little uh, person. Yeah. And also, uh, Merle Haggard died this week. Yeah, he did. So that sucks. 
Yeah, Katie got the two confused. I did. Sometimes <laughs> I swap people in my mind. And, and it was, and, and, oh. and it, I kind of, she posted it, and I, I was accidentally kind of snarky. I didn't mean to be, but she was like. No, you did. It's she just was like, what you do. She was like, yeah, the voice of Dukes of Hazard passed away. And I was like, uh, the voice of the Dukes of Hazard was Waylon James. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I didn't like post that. Yeah, like, no, no, it was, it was a private see. email thing. It was like thing. a little yeah. private uh-huh. stream of. And now it's public. Yeah, yeah. now everybody, now everybody knows. knows. Everybody Millions knows that I'm mean people. to my wife, <laughs> who made an honest mistake. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just let's not let it happen again. <laughs> I'll try better. Little people, I'll try better. So, cool. So, little people wrestling, and uh, uh, that's well, I mean, called, yeah, it was it was the name of the, it was like the midget wrestling. Deeper. It was the MWC or something like that. It's, yeah, yeah, midget was in the name. Yeah. So there. So there. Yeah. Whoever. Settled. So, okay, so if we want, so we can go in order of involvement with the Georgia Ghostbusters. Katie, sounds like you were just looped in by a... Guilty by, by association. <laughs> Damn, girl! <laughs> high okay. five! I don't want to make the high five noise because it's annoying, but that's awesome. But you do five. events. You go out, you dress up. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I at first, it was kind of like I would just go out... Um, to take pictures, maybe, if they needed somebody else to help carry a banner in a parade. Almost like a mom. <laughs> Momager. <laughs> um, and I just slowly kind of got more into it. Uh, I've always been really into 80s pop culture, so there was kind of a fit there. And um, I made my first suit, I guess, three years ago, four years ago, and um, have since then just made others and... It's fun to hang out with people I like and talk about nerdy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And it's another fun side effect of the new movie, too, is it's gotten Katie a little bit more involved. Yeah, Definitely. Katie, you, yeah. you built a reboot suit. Yeah, and it's kind of still in progress. I have some other little things to add, but um, built a reboot. Yeah, the, it looks good as fuck. The shin guards aren't done yet. Because we haven't really gotten a good picture of what the back of them looks no. like, and we know mm-hmm. it's not the Nike back. Yeah, I don't want aren't those like super expensive too? The ones that the are as they are. It depends mm-hmm. on if you happen up. We ha- I happened up on it. Well, <laughs> okay. So in in in, <laughs> in the GB fandom, um, you know, people ID parts. Yeah. Um, and there are people that ID the part and immediately share it, and there are people that ID the part and don't immediately yeah. share it. And I ID'd the part and didn't share it until after I'd secured a pair. Right. And Austin uh, Young had, had ID'd the part. I think we both did it. We did it independently, but I think we both did it at yeah. the same time. Because I bought it and then went to post it on GB fans that I'd found what it was. Yeah. And he had, he had posted like a minute before. And I was like, ah! Oh, yeah. Look at you, nice guy. Right. But, uh, but yeah, they're, it, but they're not necessarily expensive. Too. The auction that I found was a used pair. And because mm-hmm. since you have to repaint them, anyway, them anyway, you might as well, you know. Right. Um, and I got I got the pair for like what twenty bucks. Oh, tight. But yeah. like new, they're one hundred and seventy five. That's or what so. I thought. Yeah. yeah. And probably the most expensive part you found is if you want to do the fingerless gloves right. Yeah. They're the, a diving glove. That's yeah. Really they're neoprene expensive. diving gloves. God damn it, and Jillian Holtzman. They're all of them, right? They're a hundred dollars a pair, and, and then, then you have, you have to, to cut, cut the fingers off. Yeah. And modify the. You're just like. Thirty dollars, so, whatever. Yeah. However, yeah, that's... I didn't do that. I just bought some cheapo fingerless motorcycle motorcycle gloves, gloves yeah. from Walmart. Yeah. Eight I bucks. Some they read gloves. fine in all the pictures people took. So, 
Um, I probably want to get something that fits a little bit better, but um, yeah, I mean, I know it's not a super screen accurate. I mean, I think it's as close as we know for right now. Because the suits um, are custom made for the yeah. movies. And that color is so hard to nail because it shifts in the light. It from is. Khaki to gray, and which you is look cool, at like each the original suit. Lady's suit is kind of different, so mm-hmm. I just look at it that way. Like, I'm another lady. We're I all got snowflakes. A suit. <laughs> Sensitive little snowflakes. Damn straight. Yeah. Just like the original. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Sensitive. <laughs> not Thorzine carrying around. They don't carry date rape shots. Yeah, uh-huh. they don't. I feel like Jillian Holtzman might. Yeah, she might. <laughs> of all of them. I wonder if they do include that, if they will update it from Thorzine to GHB, because GHB <laughs> is the derivative, of, the modern derivative of Thorzine. I yeah. think so. Well, they're consulting with scientists for most of the True. stuff that they, so they probably would update that. And somebody's going to slip a Mickey to Kevin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God, yes. That. I think that Melissa McCarthy is going to do rape drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Ghostbusters is all about. Date <clears throat> rape. Uh, well, cool. Well, Jake, you, Yo. you would have been next in line as a, as a joiner, as a, a member of the Georgia yeah. Ghostbusters. So why don't you... Uh, and then there was Jake. On, what's your origin story? And it better Man. not involve your parents being shot in front of the theater. <laughs> yeah, Jesus you know, Christ. my mom's pearl Did necklace. Did mom say Martha? Um, <laughs> I gave her that pearl necklace. Oh! <laughs> it's such a setup. Um, Did you so, buy it at D. Geller and Son? Yeah, get D. Jokes. Geller and Son. Sorry. Regional joke. All right, Jake, go for it, man. Yeah, so I know, uh, I want to say, I started going to Dragon Con probably around maybe 2006 or 7, something like that. And um, I remember the first time, I had had no clue what Dragon Con was, had never heard of it, and a friend was like, hey, you should come to this. And I remember seeing Ghostbusters, and just like like Chase, you were just talking about, like, it blew my mind, because I never thought that you could own, like, a Proton Pack. So, like, from there, I found out, that like GB fans existed and I got on there and I uh, started putting the suit together and uh, and I had like this really I remember when I first started I was really scared to <laughs> do the Dragon Con parade because I was like my stuff's not accurate and I don't want I didn't know what it was like I'd never done costumes I didn't know what costume groups were like um, and I had only been on GB fans and like you know Sometimes GB fans is not the best place uh, for, con- especially like back then. It's a little different now, kind of. But um, so I was scared. I was like, I don't want. I was like, I remember being like, oh, I don't have a leg hose connector. I'm not gonna march <laughs> because I thought that I would be like ridiculed or something. But I did it anyway, and I had a shitty pack, and um, it wasn't a shitty pack. It was okay, but Back I, had a, show. I, I had a, I had a shitty. Back show. Like, I also had a Rothko oh, and all that. Shut is. up, Chase. Um, <laughs> but this is where it gets interesting because Chase, you were just talking about how um, you know you knew that uh, Ron Daniels was you know a Ghostbuster. I think that maybe Ron Daniels is uh, the Desmond of the Ghostbuster world. Maybe he's the maybe he's our constant. Because he's the first person who spoke to me. And I remember being... Hey, boy, where the fuck's your Legos connector? (laughs) (laughs) Close. No, uh, we were... I I went to the parade, didn't know who anybody was, wasn't talking to anybody, and he, like, turned around, turned around, he looked at me, and he was like, 
hey, aren't you whatever Jake W on GB fans? And I was like, yes. And he was like, don't you live in Georgia? And I was like, yes. And I was like, how does this guy know who I am? And then he was like, he was like, why ain't you signed up on the Georgia Ghostbuster website? Oh my God, I love it. He like, he like, uh, chastised me for for not being a part of the Georgia Ghostbusters and I was like I didn't even know that that existed at that point that's so the best way to get brought in so like right after Dragon Con uh I went we had an actual website back then with our own little message board and forums or whatever and uh I went and signed up became friends with a couple uh you Chase uh, Mike uh Hal on Facebook and that's how I got started. Um, the first time I actually met, uh, Chase and a couple of the other guys was at the, uh, the Ernie Hudson dinner event. <laughs> that's a good story. Yeah, Which is a, a good first story. event. Yeah, you haven't, you haven't told that story on the podcast. Let's do it. Um, so what, what convention was that chase? It was Atlanta. Uh, it, was, it was wizard world Atlanta. It was when they were trying to break out and do wizard worlds in different cities. And they, right. were, they wanted to compete with dragon con and they just did it that one year. Yeah. Um, I remember, you know, that was Ernie Hudson was going to be there. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go into this for sure. Uh, I remember I hung out, like took a couple pictures with you guys, but didn't really talk to anybody. That was when the t-shirts and the hoodies were coming out. And I remember, uh, uh, Koski tried to stiff me a hoodie. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, he was like, you didn't pay for one of these. And I had to like show him my PayPal. I I remember that. I remember you looking it up and I was like, Oh, he got you. (laughs) I had to look it up. Yeah. So like, uh, there was like the rumor on our message board was that Ernie Hudson might go out to dinner with the Ghostbusters afterward. And I remember asking somebody at the con, like, Hey, where's the dinner going to be? I was told a restaurant. I was told a time. So I was at that restaurant at that time and nobody else was there. And I waited around for like 30 minutes before I went in and asked the restaurant about it. And they were like, Oh yeah, they canceled. They're going somewhere else. And I didn't know anybody. So like, you know, no one had my phone number. No one could tell me what was happening. Um, I remember I posted like a, a really panicky like message on the Georgia Ghostbusters. Jake selfie. Yeah, and <laughs> nobody replied to it. <laughs> so like, I went in and talked to the lady, and she had like, you know, looked up the number that called, called them back, and it was God, who was it that? Uh, I can't remember who I spoke to, um, but they were like, oh yeah, we moved to this restaurant. It's twenty minutes away. We've already been here for an hour, but they weren't seated yet. So I uh, went over, and the way the way it worked out, I was the last person through the door, and they were just like, everyone else was in there. So I ended up kind of getting sat first, and um, I sat down, and uh, I sat down at the table, and then like right behind me was Ernie Hudson. And only like... I think six people could fit at a table and uh, it ended up being me, a couple friends that were with me, uh, Ernie Hudson, Tom Woodruff, uh, and then Chase, Mike and Hal. And I remember like freaking out being like, (laughs) Holy shit, I'm sitting 
at a ta- dinner table with Ernie Hudson, and I remember just thinking that everyone else who was there probably hates me at this point because I didn't know I didn't know anybody. Everyone else seemed to know each other, and I feel I remember at one point during the dinner I looked over and I saw Mitchell, and, and it was Mitchell, and I don't remember who he was sitting with. But back then, I used to, like, curl my mustache, like, super crazy, kind of like Hal does. Uh And uh, I remember looking over, seeing Mitchell making, like, the mustache curl gesture with his fingers. (laughs) And him and whoever he was talking to were kind of looking at me. And I was like, they're talking about me right now. Uh And I immediately went to, like, these people are pissed off that they don't know who I am. And I just sat at the Ernie Hudson table. And I just, like, in that moment, I wanted to be like, no, guys. I was here first, and then he sat down. I didn't. Like, he chose I, me. I felt like everybody hated me for a very long time after that. Um, like I shouldn't have been the one who got to sit at the table. But you know what? I was the one who got to sit at the fucking <laughs> table, and it was amazing. And uh, like that's a thing that I'm never gonna forget my entire life. That like I sat down with like five or six other people and had like really fun, weird conversations uh, with Ernie Hudson, and some included the human centipede. I was about to say that I think that's also when we first kind of bonded because we ended up talking with, with Tom Woodruff and Ernie Hudson about the Ernie about the human centipede. The Ernie yep. centipede. Whoa. Ernie Whoa. centipede. That, that needs to happen. Yeah. yeah when's that No, it out? doesn't. No one's going to sew Ernie Hudson to anything. <laughs> He's sewing <laughs> him to himself. That was kind of a really long story, and I'm and, uh, I'm sorry if I bored anybody. But like that no, was a really no. that was a really cool thing. That was, was good, really man. Fun. That was good. I think the people want to know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. I love that story. I wish I had it. I actually, I love your your running theme about thinking people hate you <laughs> because right. I my story is kind of similar. So, um, my first Dragon Con was 2008, and it was that same thing. It was Saturday morning. I was only going for Saturday. Uh, and I was walking up the street, and uh, there's like this little corridor uh, on the side of, I think it's the Hyatt or the Marriott, where all the Ghostbusters were gathering for a picture. And it was the first time I saw Proton Packs in person and had that same reaction. I went, What have I been doing with my life? <laughs> you can have a Proton Pack. Right. And my, every, my existence has been a lie. Um, so I was really excited. And I did not, though, I did not seek out any ghostbusters because i i don't know what my problem was it took me a couple years it's a little intimidating it is a little intimidating yeah. especially if you don't know anybody so outside. i was already a member on gb fans and i was a, ma- a member on um a couple other you know fan forums so i think maybe 2009 2010 is the first year i did a, a ghostbusters uniform uh still didn't march in the parade uh, me and abby were at dragon con this year that that year and I would go. <laughs> so here's my embarrassing tape thing. So the Georgia Ghostbusters, uh, for PKE surge, we, there's always a fan table, um, and for a couple years there, there would always be um, advertisements and buttons and merchandise from GB fans. And I remember going up to the table, and I don't know who. I wish I remember, but I was either talking to Chase or possibly Ron or Borzo or Dan. somebody, and I remember or Dan Harshman. And I remember looking at him going. Hey, just want to let you know, I'm a big fan of the site. (laughs) And then then I bought a t-shirt from the Oklahoma Ghostbusters, and I just thought it was like the coolest thing in the world. I remember that. So 
I think I was technically in the Oklahoma Ghostbusters ever affiliated with the Georgia Ghostbusters. But um, so then did the uniform, and then I think one of the following years, Abby did um, the pink uh, flight suit. Well, before that, you did Zool. Oh, I did did Zool Zool prior to that. Yeah. So I remember. yeah, and then you did the uh, the flight suit. So yeah, you know, but with Zool, that's when we yeah, kind of and I had built people. a pack at that point, and that was the first year. This is three or four years ago when I decided that, or we decided we we're going to do the parade. And I remember going to get banners, um, or not banners, uh, going to get Wrist parade bands. wristbands from Chase. Now this is another funny. This story. is our first Chase experience. <laughs> so, couple things because I'm an idiot, <laughs> and I was convinced that GB fans ran um, like all the Ghostbusters stuff at Dragon Con. It wasn't the Georgia Ghostbusters. And it somehow miscommunicated to Abby. She thought Chase and AJ Quick were the same person. Were the same person. <laughs> for a while. Or yeah. she thought Chase ran GB fans. Yes. And I'm pretty sure she thought that for a long time. A good long Even time. though I corrected her many times. Um, <laughs> so I remember it was Thursday night at Dragon Con. Uh, things are rolling in. And I was really – I get people know me. The whole what's stressing thing kind of originates – with some of my own personal anxieties. I, I, I'm a stressed out person. And I was really stressed about getting these parade wristbands. I was convinced. Securing our spot. We were going to miss the parade. Um, which, if you know, you're not going to miss the parade. Um, so Thursday, we get to Dragon Con. We get our stuff in. We go down to the table. Chase is standing there by, by himself. I had never talked to Chase before. And I was like, hey, uh, uh, you're Chase, right? And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, cool, cool. Uh, do we get the wristbands for you? And you gave us the wristbands. And then Chase, out of nowhere, goes into a story about how much he hates uh, mashup costumes. costumes. <laughs> but how he's still doing one, But right? how excited he is as a joke that him and all of his friends were doing mashup you costumes. You were doing, like, the Deadpool... And Deadpool Ghostbusters. Yes! Yeah. And, and, which, in uh, retrospect, I would have been totally into. Right. <laughs> which is... And so... I remember laughing at the time because I was like, we don't really know him, but he, that guy was excited about these mashup costumes. <laughs> um, so we did the parade that year and then uh, we kind of just started show. We never had like an initiation or uh, nobody beat us into the group or anything, uh, but you do have to get killed out. That's a rule. That's, that, is, that is a rule. Yeah, fire and ice. I don't, <laughs> I don't make the rules. Um, we just kind of started showing up at events because we uh, we didn't want to make a big deal. We didn't, I never wanted to send the message like... Uh, Hey, how do I get in the Georgia Ghostbusters? I knew we had uniforms. I had built a pack. There was an event down in Macon. There was a screening of Ghostbusters. And uh, we just started showing up. Yeah, um, that was the first event. It was yeah, so fun. that was our first event. That was two, three years ago. And, uh, yeah, that was it. But one thing that's really funny is, so, I, like I said, I was on GB Fans. And Jake, kind of the similar thing. You see people on, on message boards, then you see them in person. And it's always kind of that weird thing. So, specific, I don't know if I've ever told Jake this. I, I was following some of Jake's threads because I really liked his black uh, Ghostbusters uh, jumpsuit with the gray accents. And but, he had made that Slimer. That yeah, was tight. and well, this was yeah, and Jake had made a, a Slimer that was on on his pack. Uh, that was a couple years ago, right, Jake? Three, four yeah, years ago. yeah. So, but th- at the time, Jake, you had like a really like cool guy haircut. Like you had like <laughs> it was like shaved on the side and kind of slicked back, and like you had your mustache. <laughs> And I remember being like, yeah, this, this guy, guy's a douchebag. I was like, this guy's so I like him. I was like, look at him, though. Like, he looks awesome, but, like, I bet I he's like a I dick. can't stop looking at him. I was like, I bet he's an asshole. And and I want to talk and, to him. And then that year at Dragon Con, we were first there. Where I was wearing, I think it was the year I had my slime blower that I built. And we were walking by, and Jake. That kept were, falling apart. Yeah. 
Jake, you were standing by yourself. And it was like Friday Night Dragon. You were by yourself standing there, and I saw your Slimer. And I remember going up to you. I was like, hey, man, I like your Slimer. I saw your uh, your build thread on GB Fans. And you're like, oh, cool. Thanks. And that was <laughs> it. And we walked away, and I was like, Abby, he is an asshole. He's <laughs> such a dick. Um, but, but knowing you now, you were probably, like, feeling some of the same, like, just stress. Maybe that, that guy's being a dick to me. Yeah. Because right? that's, yeah, a, that's no, all sure. I was I... thinking with the first time I went out in uniform. Like, the first time I had my shit on. Because I had that ghost grabber. It's not even, like, a legit... Like, it's not a pack. It's something I made. It's, like, made out of a kid's toy. But, yeah, I had that feeling of, like, oh, my God. Like, what's everyone... Is my stuff on, right? Like, what are all these things on my belt? Like, I just had to keep checking and... Yeah. But it was so much fun, and I made friends with everybody, and I got to see you guys for the first time, and it was a fucking awesome mm. thing, so... Oh, yeah. I do remember... Um... I don't remember everything about it, but I remember you coming up and getting the tickets and being the, the wristbands being panicked about it and telling you about the crossover costume. And you want to know why I told you about those crossover costumes? No. Thought you were somebody you. else. Yeah. <laughs> and there you have it. There it is. So the Georgia Ghostbusters origins are usually mistaken identities, <laughs> thinking other people hate them. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, dude. Uh-huh. You know, it's funny that you. It's funny that you you mentioned that thinking we all hated each other, and then mentioned that black and gray uniform yeah. because w- when I made that uniform, yeah, um, Fernando was the person who was like making those, and he was kind of the only person who made those. And I remember being like, "Should I wear this? That guy's gonna hate me because I copied <laughs> him." And I'm, and then I did think he hated me for a very long time because he made fun of me. And then he actually hated you. And then we became like, you know, pretty good friends. And so it was, it was very weird. Jake, there's a picture of you from the parade that year. You know the picture you've got on like your aviator shades and like you're pointing at the camera in your black suit, and uh, you have your uh, <laughs> your PKE meter up in the the sh- uh, shoulder strap. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck wears a PKE meter on their shoulders? Who does this guy think he is? But I was secretly just jealous. I was like, God, I wish I had that PKE I wish I thought of that, too. You right? were like, hey, did you have this kind of thing where, like, the first time you saw me, you were like, man, this guy has a beard. Our hair is kind of similar. We kind of look similar. I, I don't him. like this guy. You guys are about to kiss. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah that's what happened. So, that's, and, that's awesome. Those are good. Like, those are – I want – we should make that ongoing series because I want to hear everybody that's involved with the Georgia Ghostbusters. Uh, I want to hear how everybody got involved. Yeah, origin stories. Although yeah. I can just imagine Hal being like, I just showed up. And that's it. The yeah. first time that's I met Hal, we, yeah. the first time I met him, I took a picture with him and he literally like bent over and just like showed his, almost his entire ass for the picture. And like, it was, it was a great moment. Yeah. But even that, I was like, this guy's got Converse boots on. Who's he <laughs> look, at, look at this asshole being all comfortable in his Ghostbuster uniform. Uh, I, I point out, I remember, well, like, Marlon being honest, I remember at that, that making event, um, Ron, the front of Rondi, I had just built my pack and was super proud of it. And I remember the front of uh, Ron Daniels, his thrower was broken. Yeah. And I remember going to Abby, I was like, I mean, I don't even think I'd bring my pack out if I had my throat. Asshole for no reason. Uh, I think that actually happened that day. Probably. Like, it, like it, I'm just it, got, judging it dropped or got rattled around in the car or something, but it happened like that day. What um, a bunch of jerks. We're we a are. bunch of jerks. Yeah. yeah. But maybe this is shedding some neurotic <laughs> assholes. There's people out there who, who think. 
that some of the people in the Georgia Ghostbusters are assholes, and we're we are like, but it's it comes from such a loving, scared, a really good place. <laughs> no, we're not. We're so nice. Well, I am. Chase is the nicest person. Chase held <laughs> the door open for us today. Yeah, he literally did. I'm a what? I'm Get a son of a To their own house. At their yeah. own house. I held their door for us. It was extremely <laughs> courteous. Yeah. It was weird when he was hanging out in the bathroom offering mints and uh, <laughs> cologne. I was like, dude. You know I was just trying to distract you while I set up the camera system in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Cool. Well, cool. So we got... So, here, let's recap. We've, all right. We're all in the Georgia Ghostbusters. You guys started we're it. We're talking about Dragon Con. Let's talk about PKE Surge. What do you guys think? All yeah, right. I, I want to I hear Chase talk a little bit about, like, the first, um, you know, maybe the first time they, they marched in the parade. Um, because I know it was a very, very small group. Um, the first time we marched in the parade was actually the year before the first PKE surge. And... The group consisted of me, Mitchell, Double D, and some dude from out of state who like joined us mid parade. Who was like, <laughs> he, was, he was like watching out in he the just audience. Got yeah, and, he and, jumped on in, 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 in full in full gear. It was like, oh, there's Ghostbusters. Congo he came walking wild. out and joined us in the parade. Yeah, um, that's amazing. Yeah, so it was humble beginnings. And, and, like you go from that to like usually having about a hundred, you know, close to a hundred marchers every year and having several vehicles. So it's Right, it's like pretty, having to put a cap on it almost. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy mm-hmm. how much it's grown. But, uh, yeah, the first PKE surge, I actually wasn't involved in really at all um, for the first couple of years. Um, Dan Harshman started it. Him and AJ got together and decided that AJ Quick of, of GB fans got together and kind of, you know, thought it'd be a good idea. Uh, it's a big con that a lot of Ghostbuster fans go to anyway, so why not do something there? And... Uh, then, you know, after, as sometimes happens in this fandom, um, people people had temporary falling, falling outs with one another and stuff like that. And so, uh, AJ, I think he only came the first two years, um, and Dan decided that he was done with it too. And so, I and Brock Parker and a couple of the other kind of southeastern guys, mainly, uh, picked up the mantle. And kind of continued PKE surge, and then Dan came back, and AJ started being uh, involved in it a little more and stuff. And so, and, and as we've persevered, in addition to the parade growing, because we do a dinner and we have an award ceremony um, for various awards, some of which we make up on the spot. Um, and, uh, but dirt. Uh, it, it, it's grown to the point where we've had panels. Uh, we had Ernie as a guest one year, which was awesome. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to get anybody back. Uh, hopefully, that'll change next year. It won't this year. But uh, it's not like there's anything going on in the Ghostbusters community. Well, why would there? <laughs> why why would you bother? Um, well, part of the reason is Ghostbusters Dragon Con is broken out into different programming tracks, and Ghostbusters is admittedly not large enough to qualify for its own track because something that has its own track would be like star wars or star trek that have programming every single day all day in their rooms there's there's a lot of ghostbuster stuff to talk about but you would it would be redundant by day two um even like you with, wouldn't have a whole podcast to talk about that's, that's right well ghostbuster podcasts stupid. in and of themselves are redundant um <laughs> and there idea. are too many of them already uh, hey. the present company included so anyway um the uh, 
the, the panels are kind of split. Uh, we, we are on the American Sci-Fi Classics track, which has pretty much anything from the 80s, like Gremlins would be on there, or um, TV shows. Manimal is a big one that's on there. Uh, that, uh, that's that's an inside joke for the uh, for the track programmers. Anyway, uh, but Manimal would be on there. <laughs> but, uh, so that programming track has to divide its funds across all these different uh, all these different shows and, and films for the whole con and so the budget is kind of limited um, and we, we but we takes what we get and this year we, we get a we're getting in a few cool things we're in a bigger room than we've ever been in uh, we also are this is this is breaking news this is gonna be aired first here breaking news you heard it here first this is it this is definitely it buried over an hour to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's you, you got to bury the lead on a podcast. They all do it. You got to keep them wanting. Of course, I guess we should have teased it. Yeah, but we're going to. Okay, there you Wait, go. Cliffhanger. Yeah, do yeah. it next cliffhanger. time. Yeah. This is the uh-huh. You can isolate the track. That's right. Uh, cool. So yeah, what's this breaking news? Uh, there is the documentary. The documentary film uh, Ghost Heads is yes. going to screen at Dragon Con. Um, on Saturday Yay. night, the room itself hasn't been decided yet. Uh, the the higher ups will do that, but it's going to be a pretty big room. We hope it'll definitely be bigger than where we were. And uh, Brendan Mertens, the writer director, is going to be there, and there's going to be a Q and A after the screening with Brendan and several of the ghost heads that are in the movie. So very cool. That'll be cool. We're looking forward to that. And and will Chase Ambrose of the Georgia Ghostbusters be moderating this panel? Probably. Likely. Very likely. Very likely. I don't know if we can get those Yes Had Some podcast people on. <laughs> We're going to record it. We're going to ask We're gonna ask all the questions to avoid uh, <laughs> con questions. I think you should ask all the questions, but we only ask con questions. Yeah, yeah. Would, would you, Would you making, like doing more movies or plays? <laughs> when you were making this movie, what, what was it like? Do you remember? Do you like making the movie? Uh, you... you that part where you interviewed uh, Dan Aykroyd, dude, was how? Do you like his vest? I like his vest. Oh god! Did did Walgreens give you any shit about shooting in there when you interviewed Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> Poor Dan. I like his vest. I love his vest. It's a great vest. I, nice. I hate that he hogs the blood pressure machine though, because sometimes oh I'm in god. there and I'm like, I just want to check my blood pressure, Dan well, Aykroyd. He's always got to know. Just go set so, by the vodka. So Ghost Heads is going to screen at PKE Surge DragonCon this year. Um, that's really exciting. Thank you for breaking that news here. Yeah, at it's broken. It's broken. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> okay. On Saturday night, uh, the screening is going to take place at seven, which is normally the time we do the dinner. The plans are kind of up in the air for what we're going to do. Instead, we may have a mixer of some sort afterwards. That location will be to be determined. Um, and, of course, for information on PKE Surge itself, uh, you can check. We have a PKE Surge Facebook group, and you can also check the PKE Surge thread on GB Fans. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, yeah, so search uh, PKE Surge on Facebook. Uh, join the group, and uh, any pertinent updates will be uh We'll be going there. And, you know, we're still a little early. What is it, yeah. April? So, you know, come June, July, we'll probably uh, have more details. Yeah, we'll be posting on. more. Yeah, we'll have updates. More we'll, to we'll come. We'll do some updates. It'll be great. Uh, yeah, I love PK Surge. It's a really fun event. It's really cool. Uh, 
It's a family reunion. It's a family reunion. It's a lot of people that you only see once a year. There's literally Ghostbusters from all over the country. Sometimes we've had people in the parade, like, international. Uh, we have. We had, uh, we've had some, what, New Zealand, Australia, um, Canada. Canada. Canadians. Canadians. We love our Canadians. Canadians. BC, Vancouver. What are they called? <laughs> They're going to kill me. <laughs> Is the British kill? Columbia Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah. The British Columbia Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, and Brendan Mertens, who's making Ghost Heads, is Canadian as well. And he'll be staying with me, so I'm going to get some of them good Canada cuddles. Yeah. Uh-oh. You know they're good. You know, with, you know it's Canada dry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call them. Bite the pillow. I'm going in Canada dry. <laughs> I understand yeah. what's happening. <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I like it. Uh, so, yeah, that's awesome. And, uh... So that'll be cool. Uh, Jake, you've been doing PKE Surge, uh, you know, as long as you've been doing Dragon Con. What, what, what do you love about it? Why don't you tell the people? Um, it's just fun hanging out with you guys by our, uh, by our Mitchell tree, which <laughs> no one listening to this podcast understands what that is, but we do, and that, that's fine. You know um, why nobody understands? Do because understand? our own friends don't listen. Oh. <laughs> it's only strangers. <laughs> um. No, like, dude, PKA Surge is so fun. Uh, you know, like I said earlier, when I first started going to Dragon Con, I didn't really know anybody. I didn't know any of you guys. But at this point, at this point, like, most of my very best friends I have met through Ghostbusters and from going to Dragon Con. So going to Dragon Con every year, it, like, uh, you know, you called it like a family reunion. It really, it really is like that at this point. And there are people... Um, that I met just because I do that and they're good friends and I only get to see them at Dragon Con and it is like just a weekend of hanging out with all your best friends at this point and uh, it's super fun so yeah I mean that's what the best part is just hanging out cool man well listen we talked a little bit about the Dragon uh, Con Parade uh, which uh, you know there's 50 60,000 people they line the streets of Atlanta they go crazy it it, it so, you know, we've got the Ectos out there. It's reminiscent. It's like a super high. Yeah, it's like it is crazy like a super high. And it kind of feels like that, that scene near the end of Ghostbusters where they're coming down and there's just thousands of people chanting Ghostbusters. It's very exciting. It's positivity is what it is. Yeah. But, Chase, Katie, you recently brought the Ecto Jeep. The uh, Is it the Ecto 1J? The 1J. The 1J. Uh-huh. The, the Red Necto 1. The Red Necto oh, 1. Yeah. You brought oh, I like that. It. You drove uh-huh. it. Road trip to the Boston St. Patrick's Day Parade, and uh, we got to talk about that. How did that. they react? How, what, what it, you know, just tell us, I don't even know where to start. You tell us about the well, St. Patrick's well, Day Well, first, let's start with the weekend at Ruckus. The legendary Johnny Ruckus of the New Ooh. Hampshire Ghostbusters. Very good friend, uh, awful sweet fellow, has got tender kisses. Um, he does a big party every year around the weekend of the, uh, <laughs> around the weekend <laughs> Of the Boston St. Patrick's Parade, and people from out of state and all over New England go over there and kind of get really hammered and trash his house, basically, and uh, then they go all hung over and do the parade the next day. So it's very much like Dragon Con. Um, so we went out there, and Ruckus let us stay with him, and then we went out and did the parade. Now, the Boston Parade is very different from the Dragon Con Parade. In many ways. It's very long. The Dragon Con Parade is, is a pretty short parade. 
uh, the Boston Parade is... It was is, like three miles? It was like three miles. Huge. And wow. That's like a cross-country race. And the parking, the where you have to park to leave your vehicles and then walk to the staging area if you're walking is a mile away from the staging area. And you're wearing so, your pack. So, so you're wearing your pack. Noise. So you're walking a mile to the yeah. parade where you walk three miles and then walk a mile back to where you left your car. Dude, I get an Uber. Um... Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 pretty grueling. <laughs> just and drop me mid parade and then pick me up right at the end and take me to Waffle House. And besides well, there that, there are no Waffle Houses. Oh there. no, there's, so there's Dunkin' Donuts. There's Dunkin' yes, Donuts. Yes, I've everywhere. been to Boston. There's a shit ton. Of it's Dunkin like they're Donuts. across the street from everywhere each other. It's crazy. You look, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, they've taken over. They it's have. good. It's a good thing though. I like their uh, like coconut flavored coffee. Anyway, back to fuck Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> Krispy Kreme, <laughs> forever and always. So yeah, uh, so and it's it's very hilly and stuff too, and it's it's not in a great neighborhood. It goes through South Boston. It goes through some of the rougher parts of so what's that Boston like when you're in uniform? <laughs> I was in the car, and I, I didn't plan on being in the car, but it was so cold. Yeah. Yeah, I'm originally cold. from Florida. Me too. Live in Georgia. I had long underwear on under my flight suit. I was. Totally intending on yeah. walking, showing off the reboot suit. Mm-hmm. It was cold. I, I mean, it was like 72. What are you going to do? <laughs> so. <laughs> Celsius. Then I was glad I was in the car. Because the crowd. The crowd's been drinking for a while. Yeah. And it was like, what time was it when we went through in the parade? Uh, 10? No, it was later than <laughs> it was that. Later than, it was like two. We lined up at ten or yeah. eleven or something like that. Something like that. And I think we went like one or took two. off around because we were towards the end two. of the parade, so it took forever. And people, how many hours solid was this ride through the parade? Uh, the forever. <laughs> was there a bathroom break? That no. was is that no bathroom, an impro- no porta potties, inappropriate question. No. None. No. So you're holding it. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, and no porta potties when you get back to the staging area either. So you're gonna like temper unless you're, the beverage into unless you're a jerk like me. They were loaded up on a flatbed truck, and I just climbed up on the truck and went in the porta potty on the back, hoping no one drove off. Yeah, with me in the porta-potty. I imagine mm-hmm. there's, but be it was like, a rowdy crowd. It was um, a very rowdy. crowd. They've been partying all day, celebrating being Irish or just being in a town of a lot of Irish people. Mm-hmm. And they're very confrontational towards the people in the parade. Um, although not all of them are, there was one girl who gave me a, an exciting invitation. Uh, she yelled, uh, hey, Ghostbuster, I like your Jeep. Do you want to lick my pussy? Whoa! Whoa! Not suitable for work. I yeah. think that's oh. the first time that word's been said on the Yes, Have Some podcast. Well, there we go. You can. I'll let you decide if you want to censor it or not. Oh, we're keeping it. There's only one thing I love more than the word. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can say it. We should all say it. It's I'm comfortable saying puss. <laughs> But I'm not comfortable saying the rest. Do you want to split it? You say puss, puss. and you say e. I'm not. Katie, bring it in with the e. <laughs> no, come on. Give us an e. No. Do the I mean, cheer. I already just announced earlier I love the d. So That's wasn't true. that enough? But also, guys, I, I knew if we were getting chased <laughs> in this episode, it was going to just gonna say lower something the standards. Here's the thing. Who brings their cat to a parade? You know, first of all. Why would you offer to let me lick it? That's what she said. I'm not making it up. That's that's, that's what she said. How acid-washed were the jeans? (laughs) They were pretty acid-washed. It's indicative of the Boston Parade. So, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's the Boston Parade. And so, that's what they did. They were... And, and the thing that... Well, you guys brought the rowdiness back with... Well, that's why I wanted to bring up the contrast, because the Dragon Con Parade is like... As positive and good yeah. natured yeah, as you can get. Yeah, peace and love and open-mindedness. And this is this sounds like... It was pretty bad. I'll, I I'll, asked you where the parade was. I didn't ask you what year it was. Right, <laughs> right. I'll, I'll put it like this. After the parade was over, 
Almost everybody from the weekend at Ruckus crew yeah. was like, "We're not doing the parade next year. <laughs> we're, just, we're just we're just gonna come and have a party. We're not we're just not gonna do the parade." Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it was it was it was bad. I mean, and it wasn't it wasn't all bad. There was some positive yeah, stuff. Where did, did they find out the new Ghostbusters movie has girls in it? Oh, oh there was a guy who had a reboot suit and a very accurate reboot pack that was autographed by the cast. Um, because he just showed up, I guess, on set with it one okay. day, and they were getting him. They were like, they they were they were they were people that were getting, getting on to him about you know wearing a girl's suit. Oh, you like to wear girls' clothes? Um, yeah, so 2016. It's okay. what if he, what if his comeback was like? I bet you wouldn't be saying that if you saw my Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <on her>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there was one guy that's like that ought to shut him up. It's like, hey, Ghostbuster, come over here. I want to beat your ass. And uh, <laughs> there was. Uh, it was just, it was bad. Oh, I, I'm trying to. I just imagine like Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and the rest <laughs> of the cast of Good Will Hunting, right. just like jumping people for no reason. At some reason. point, Leonardo like, DiCaprio's beautiful face makes an appearance. Well, we just I just love the Departed, you. by the way. I we know. saw Mark Wahlberg beating up somebody, but we couldn't tell if it was that same guy or not. <laughs> you couldn't tell if it was like 1984. Again. <laughs> oh man. Uh, wait, did you guys go to Wahlburgers? Yes. yes. We went to the first, the original Wahlburgers the, location. The yeah. Wahlburgers. There's nobody three insulted locations. us there. <laughs> it no. was okay. So of course we went to the original since there's three locations. Yeah. yeah. And you went a couple years ago, and I wanted you to go to Wahlburgers. I did not go on the trip, and I was insistent you went. They didn't get to go, but the guys were like, hey, we should go to Wahlburgers now that Chase has brought it up and it's a thing. So his friends up there go, and they freaking meet Donnie Wahlberg. Of course they now. Take me. It's, it, it's not just that we didn't go. Like, I was what like, a bunch of bullshit. I was like, hey, I want to go to Wahlburgers, but I had flown. So I'm at the mercy of everybody else that has a car. And what they want to do. And what right? they want to do, and nobody wanted to go to Wahlburgers. So but of course now when we day. go, yeah. it's years later, you know. There's no Donnie Wahlberg. No they're Donnie. not going to be there. They're like restaurant moguls now. They're like <laughs> yeah. making hamburgers all over the now, U.S. Katie, yes. you're a big New Kids on the Block yes. fan. That's... The most amazing thing that you could do is go up to the cash register and just be like, hey, where's Donnie? Probably trash in a hotel room somewhere, right? Where's his rat tail? <laughs> Well, that was the other thing about the Boston Parade was we got we got a New Kids tour kind of during the we parade did. route. We went right through Dorchester. Chase didn't know what Dorchester is. A I lot know. of the I guys we know what Dorchester grew up. Know what Dorchester That's what they is. used to call. Um, <laughs> oh no, uh, Jordan. <laughs> hey, Dorchester, get over here. <laughs> a lot of the guys Just grew up to... in some of the roughest parts of Boston. Not the Knights, though. I mean, they're, they're all up here. The Wahlbergs are a they're little tougher bit than you thought. rougher guys down here. So, um, yeah, yeah we, we went right through like their neighborhood where they grew up. They're all up here. The Wahlbergs are a they little bit than you thought. rougher guys down here. You guys had fun though in Boston. It was good to see everybody. Good it was great. Them. It was great seeing people. Some of those guys have decided that they're kind of done coming to Dragon Con because of the expense and the length of the trip and stuff. And so it was good getting to see the, see them. And uh, it was it was in many ways like a little mini Dragon Con because it's a lot of the same people that we hang out with there. And it was. Uh, it was a good ride back because we didn't really schedule a lot of stuff. We just kind of played it by ear and just hit wherever, and we had several days to do it. And so it was have adventures on yeah, the road. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you um, 
Bringing it back to Ghostbusters, did you go to the Holiday Inn Paramus? We did go to the Holiday Inn Paramus with the Ooh. intent of staying there. However, something was going on. Something was amiss at the Holiday Inn Paramus. I have pictures. That, that place must be like a portal to the I, other world. I had posted photos that back, that back this claim up. Uh, there were cops that had the entrances blocked, and they had their lights on, and there were construction crews there, and they were carrying pipes back and forth. So at first I was like, oh, they're just remodeling. And I was like, wait. If they're remodeling, why are there cops here keeping people right. from coming in? So I don't have any idea what was going on, but I got a picture of the of the ecto behind the holiday, or behind the Paramus police car with the Holiday Inn sign nice. in the background. Very cool. Usually, the only thing laying pipe at the Holiday Inn Paramus <laughs> is that alien. Is that alien? Who's <laughs> hanging out at the bar, trying to pick up uh, you know single or married married women? Here's the thing: if you're going out after work. And you're heading to the bar at the Holiday Inn. Mm-mm. You get whatever's coming to you. Yeah, That's all you I'm know saying. what well, you're doing. You're also, a Dateline episode waiting to happen. Also, that Holiday Inn doesn't have a bar. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. It's all been a sham. The it was movies. Just a room made it's up the to magic look like of it. Magic of movies. Uh-huh. They uh, didn't do their location research. They should uh, at the <laughs> the magical movie ride at Hollywood Studios, Florida. They should they should just. Put that out as a fun fact. <laughs> the Holiday Inn Paramus, mentioned in uh, Ghostbusters 2, does not have a bar. Now, now what would have been really cool, what would have been really great is if you got there, and then on their marquee, it said, like, as talked about in Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> like, that's their selling point to get people to stay there. That would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. I do have a couple of quick stories about New Jersey, too. Go it's not, not, not nearly as bad as Boston. Um, but you can only make right turns there. I don't know why, but almost every road is just a right turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't pump your own gas. It's no. A, it's a state law. And that freaked me out the first time it's I drove. I was like, what Really? I'd have yeah. an issue, right? Is yeah. there a reason for that? Uh, Teamsters. Teamsters Union. They, uh, they have it, uh, the, the fucking mob that owns the government there. Okay, how many how many times are we gonna wonder what year it is? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, they have uh, they have attendants at all the gas stations, and you have to you have to just park, and the attendant comes out and pumps your gas, and you you know tip them and leave. When I was in New Jersey, the people that pumped my gas didn't um, they weren't wearing like a uniform yeah. of any kind. It's just some so guy. I did not know what was happening, and I was like, "Hey, man, I got it," and he was like, "No, you don't." And I was like, "I guess I don't." <laughs> $10, yeah, I got, please. That's all I have. I got yelled at the second time I got gas there because I forgot. And so, like, I get out and I start pumping gas. And I go, hey! And I'm like, what? Oh, shit. Oh, I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I get in the car and I actually said, I'm sorry. I forgot where I was. Right. Oh, man. Um, also, when we were leaving the hotel that we did stay at, the, the Ecto now has the uh, Paranormal Investigation Elimination written on the side as a tribute to Fernando's old Ecto. And... So was, I've been getting a lot more interactions with people that do actual ghost hunting that see that and they come up and want to talk to me mm-hmm. about it. And so we're loading up and this guy comes over and he's like, I swear to God, it sounded like he said I'm from PB&J. And we're like, what? We were all, we were all trying to fathom what, what PB&J. And he's like, paranormal, blah, 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 New Jersey. And we're like, oh, oh, no, we don't do that. We're, no. uh, we're just, you know, from like Ghostbusters from the movie. And he's like, what? Like, from the movie. He's like, what movie? And, we're just like, oh. <laughs> and, and, and so there's a pause, and we're like, Ghostbusters. And then he goes, this is a, another good direct quote. 
Well, I was hoping for a sterling conversation, but fuck me, right? And he turns around and walks up. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope he got hit by a Maybe train. Maybe he immediate. was a ghost. I think that was the old New York Central, City of Albany. Derailed in 1920, killed hundreds of people. Did you catch the number on the locomotive? Sorry. I missed it. Fever dream. So here's the thing. Georgia Ghostbusters, Dragon Con, PKE Surge, Boston. I think we covered it, guys. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, we, we did a good bit of uh, something. Yeah. <laughs> we did a good bit. Of, we sampled some jams. We sampled oh some jams. Oh, my God. Jams. Stop with the jam sampling. Oh, cool. There'll be some log jamming in a minute. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, that's going to be episode 11 of the Yes Have Some podcast. Do we have any final thoughts? We like to do this. We like to give everybody one last chance to get something off their chest. Abby? Um, I am so, we're wrapping it up. This has been a great episode. It's been like a ton of fun having Chase and Katie on the show. Thanks for driving up. Thanks for being here. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, those of you out there and thanks for commenting and, uh, interacting with us, um, on our Facebook means a lot. And I'm fucking pumped for Dragon Con and I'm fucking pumped for Captain America Civil War and for Suicide Squad and all the fucking movies that are coming out this summer and... One more question. Do you, did you like Deadpool? I kind of like Deadpool. Yes. <laughs> fucking loved it. So, Katie, any final thoughts? I don't have any other thoughts. This was super fun. Okay. I was, I'm definitely not stressed anymore. I had fun talking to you guys. And, yeah. Thanks for sitting on the Yes Have Some couch. Cool. Jacob? All out. Yeah. Um, I mean... If, if if everyone's cool, I got about fifteen more pages of Godzilla notes. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I'm good, man. Uh, it's been really fun having you guys on this week, uh, oh. and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, Dragon Con and possibly never going to the Boston Parade. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm staying to away. Not do- Real quick, it's along the lines of Godzilla. Did you see the behind the scenes of the new uh, King Kong movie? I I did. I definitely did. Are you liking what you're seeing? Uh, um, well, since the, since the behind the scenes of the new King Kong movie is just five people walking, (laughs) yeah, sure, I guess, I don't know, they don't show anything, uh, but I'm excited about it. Good cast. Yeah, cast is pretty good, I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. John Goodman, John Goodman's in that movie. John Goodman, oh yeah, Samuel Jackson, Samuel Jackson, yep, Tom Hiddleston, oh, Loki's in there, uh, I think it's gonna be good. Loki for the ladies. Loki, cool, for the ladies. Um... Cool. Uh, well, I'm going to do my closing thought now. I don't know why I had to make that announcement, but here it comes. Uh, I'm really happy to have Chase and Katie on the show. They are more than welcome to join us anytime. And uh, that's really all I got. We gotta, we're got we going to let Chase close this out. Chase. Oh, my God. Ambrose. Do something. Um, I would like to formally apologize for oh. my comments earlier about the Boston Parade. I would also like to apologize <laughs> to... The people of Boston, um, the Wahlberg family, and anyone, the the good people who service the gas stations in New Jersey, and that one paranormal investigation guy, and anyone else that I may have offended or insulted during the course of this podcast, um, I apologize to just have some podcast itself for being on. And, um, I uh, will certainly be going to hell, and may God have mercy on myself. Oh, and the Christians. I offended the Christians earlier. I'm uh-huh. All right. Thanks, everybody. Episode 11 is in the... It's in the basket. It's in the basket. It's in the bank. We're carrying it to the bank. I don't know. Nobody says that. None of that was We're real. We're making a deposit. Bye, everybody. Bye.
Bye, guys. Later. Bye. Bye.